Welcome to Life, Love, and Lessons, a safe space where we do all things with love and opulence. This podcast is for men and women of all ethnicities, experiences, opinions, life paths, and professional or rough backgrounds who are somehow involved in the space of dating or relationships, whether it's online or in person, or simply interested in love, spirituality, living the good life, learning, or just here to be inspired, entertained, intrigued, or in tune with life's personal pleasures. Listen intently, open your mind, and vibe. beautiful people. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Lessons. I'm your host, Alante Anise. And this past month, and especially this past week, I've been catching myself repeating one particular phrase. That phrase being, I don't need your excuses. It sounds rude or insensitive when you say it how it is, which Actually, a lot of things I say <laughs> sound rude or insensitive because I'm a what you call straight, straight to the point, blunt type of person when it comes to communication quickly anyways. Um, you know, I'm working on my ability to kind of pause, think about who I'm talking to. Um, is this person sensitive? Can they handle what is about to come out of my mouth the way it's about to come out of my mouth? Do I need to rephrase or... Um, draw back a little bit to censor some things, you know, and so that is what this sounds like. You know, I don't, I don't need your excuses or, oh, you can save your excuses or no excuses, please. I've had enough. Um, another way to say it without sounding rude or insensitive, because by the way, I don't mean any rudeness by it. It's just a fact. I don't need excuses. They don't do anything for me. Um, oh, you don't owe me any explanations is another way you could say I don't need your excuses. You don't owe me any explanations. It allows for the person giving you the excuses to kind of be relaxed, to release whatever pressure they felt by giving you an excuse. It kind of gives you gives them the opportunity to be like, oh, OK, you know, and just chill. Now, I don't know at what point in my life excuses became so low or if I ever actually considered excuses for any value. But I do know that it's been many years of me explaining to both men and women the difference between reasons and excuses. I figure because we're about to start the dating dialogue, this is a good time to put it out there, especially given what I've had to experience this past week. An excuse is something you give to lessen blame, to lessen the crime, the bad judge of character or choice of action or lack of action or choice of words to defend or justify your wrongdoing. To make it like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. And I'm going to discuss a few common wrongdoings before we encounter the dating world and maybe just. You know, the world of relationships, we may hear these excuses all the time. Some common excuses with some common wrongdoings. That's what this is about on Life, Love, and Lessons today. 
And just so we're clear, reason is a cause or explanation of something. It's more logical. It makes some sort of sense. It's justified because this is the reason. And so a lot of people confuse reason and excuse. And we, I think it's been proven, um, or a lot of us can say, the main excuse we give is lack of time, where we've seen that, or we know that everybody has the same 24 hours. Um, and just because a person A might complete way more than the pet person B by 9 a.m. does not mean that person B didn't have enough time. Person B may say that they didn't have enough time, but the fact of the matter is they did not manage their time wisely, right? Such as person A who managed their time very well and was able to accomplish A through Z before nine o'clock. Like, you know, it's just a manner of knowing how to allocate our time. For example, if I say I didn't have time to call or text you back, that's an easy excuse instead of just the actual reason being I wasn't thinking of you enough to remember to call you back, not before it was too late. You were not a priority on my list of thoughts, therefore I didn't call you. I had time, I just didn't allocate any towards you. And that sounds really bad. (laughs) You know, it sounds like you just told somebody they are not important to you and they not worth your, they are not worth your time. And that's why so often we just hear, oh, I'm sorry I didn't have time or I got caught up with work, work got busy, I lost time, I didn't have time. And so for somebody like me, who knows that that's just an excuse for the fact that you don't know how to manage your time. I'll say like, oh, okay, um, you don't owe me any explanations. Like basically, I don't need your excuse because I know what the fact is that along your day or your morning or whenever it was you were supposed to call me, I was not on your mind. Calling me was not that important to you because here's the fact. You do what you want to do, right? Literally, if I'm at work um, in a work meeting and there's somebody I really care about or something going on that I really need to give my attention to, I'm going to excuse myself to use the bathroom so that I can tend to that that thing. And I might say really quickly, like, hey, don't have time. I'm in the bathroom. Just wanted to send you a text. or just wanted to call you back and let you know I'm thinking about you because that's how I am, right? And so I, I'm a strategic person or a problem solver. So there's always a way in my mind. So when someone gives me an excuse, I just say, oh, okay, you don't owe me any explanations or, oh, it's fine. No worries. In my mind, though, I know that that person likely is not a problem solver or is not very thoughtful or they may be one for excuses. And I have to be mindful of that. Okay, is this somebody I want to deal with or engage with over time or How many more excuses am I going to allow this person to, you know, uh, give to me? So that's the number one offense. No time, lack of time management. And it's just getting old. And I've been, I say that this has been happening a lot in my life because 
not just with, you know, guys that I've met or, you know, family, relationships, everybody in my life, you know, I'm a very, what do you call, consistent. So if we're talking and we've been talking every single day since we met and then a day goes by, I text you, you don't text back. It's cool. I call you, you don't answer. No problem. You know, things happen. There could be any type of emergency going on, right? You have to be understanding, be patient with people, understand that, you know, everything won't always be the same. And so say some days go by and then you hear from this person and then um, I'm like, so what's been going on? Like, I haven't heard from you in like five days. Like we were talking consistently for like a week and a half every single day, rather it was a text or a phone call. Now I haven't talked to you in a week and a half. Sometimes people, it's like months that go by, like a month or two will go by and the guy will be like, oh man, I'm sorry, work got busy. I just didn't have time. Boy. (laughs) Okay. You know, like y'all taking this too far. You got you. It has to be a reason. The, The lack of time. Is just not sufficient anymore. As a matter of fact, um, I think last episode or one of these episodes, I was telling y'all about my little sister, you know, being approached by one of her male friends and he had the plans. Like he was a man with a plan. Love a man with a plan. Okay. Top tier. For you men listening out there, be a man with a plan, please. So, This man with the plan is one of those men who literally just, I wouldn't say, if he told me I didn't have time, I would probably believe him, right? Just because he has that much going on. The man is, if not a millionaire, on his way to becoming one and very productive with his time. And dating and women are not a priority for him. Right. His priority is his career, his money. And again, this is my little sister's friend. It's not somebody she's dating. Um, This is just a friend. Um, So us knowing how he works and what's going on in his life and what entail what his life entails. And the fact that like literally the, the plans that he made for her, he had to have his assistant assist because he didn't have time. Right. So. The fact that he carved out specific days in his busy life to spend with her in the midst of all of his craziness and all of his lack of time. And even during this this time that he carved out for her, he was still extremely busy. But what did he do? He communicated and he told her, hey, I have A through Z going on within my 24 hours. When you come here. What do you have to do? What are your obligations? What are your responsibilities? What do you have to accomplish while you're here with me? Okay, let me see how I can flex, you know, my A, B, and C to be in the evening instead of in the morning. And so that I can do this with you and you can do this with me and we can do this together. And during these times, we can be separate. I'll give you your space. You give me mine. So that we, you know, and it was just like, oh, perfection. In terms of scheduling, and that's how you know somebody is caring about you. Somebody is being thoughtful. Somebody values you and your time, and they want to spend their time with you. 
because they didn't make an excuse and say they didn't have time. They made time. And we can all make time. I'm not going to talk about making time and tell you how to make time for the rest of this episode because there are other things I want to talk about or rather other excuses I want to talk about. But the other day, I was thinking about my best friend and I was thinking about how I hadn't made time for her. I hadn't called her. I hadn't texted her. I hadn't sent her a Marco Polo or even liked something on Facebook or Instagram because I haven't been on social media, right? And I was just thinking about how I've let my life just kind of get in the way of me and my best friend's communication. And I was thinking to myself, like, man, um, I was on my way to my office and I was like, you know, at some point in transition, either walking to my office or while I'm on the elevator or, you know, while I'm walking down from my office back to my car, when I get back in my car, I was thinking to myself, like, I need to remember to send a voice message to my best friend to just let her know that I'm thinking about her and that I'm sorry that, you know, we, we both, we both, you know, let life happen and we haven't talked in like a week. And when we don't talk in weeks, we get backed up, right? We get backed up on each other's lives and we need to stay current. So, it's important that we don't let that much time get away from us. And so I literally, I kid you not, as I'm walking to my office, she sends me a text like, I miss you or something like that. I miss you. Or I love you. And I and I was just like, oh, my God. And I started sending her all these little uh, spur of the moment text messages. Like, you know, I personally dislike when somebody sends me like 20 text messages because it's like one word at a time <laughs> or three three words at a time. Like, oh, my God, text. I know you lying. Oh, my God, girl, stop. Oh, my God, text. Like, you know, all of these are individual texts. Can't stand it. But anyways, I was doing this to her. Oh, I'm sorry. I was doing this to her and um, because I was, like, so excited and I was so busy. Like, I'm, I'm walking. I'm rushing um, because... We're not supposed to be going into our office because of COVID and the office is closed. And so I got to like be um, real quick and long story short, like I was just like, wow, I just manifested this. And I'm so happy that you reached out to me because I was about to reach out to you and we're on the same page. We're on the same frequency right now. And so I just started like giving her quick little updates and then at the end, I was like, but I'm super busy right now. I'm so sorry about all the text messages. I'm so sorry they're short. I'm so sorry they're vague. Um, I'm busy right now. However, there's I'm going to make some time to sit and update you. When are you free this evening or tomorrow? These are my times where I can make time for you because we need to just sit, be still, and catch up. And she's like, I'm free at this time. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll be free at this time. Let's connect. Too easy, right? And was there other things that I could have been doing or that I needed to do? Absolutely. Absolutely. But something that's important to me, you know, talking to my best friend, keeping her updated, I needed to stop everything else so that I could do that, so that that didn't weigh on me. Sometimes you need that. That's like therapy, talking to a friend 
or a family member or checking in on somebody. You know, same thing. I hadn't talked to my mom in like a week and I just called her yesterday and I I know my mom's schedule and I know she's super busy and I know she's lacking time. I know she's working multiple jobs and when she's not working, she's sleeping. I know this. However, what do I do? I just call. And if she answers, great. But if she doesn't, at least she knows that I called. At least she knows that I left her a message or I can shoot her a text. Hey, I miss you. I love you. Hope you're resting. Hope you're well. It's just the thought. Um, I know that I can't talk to you, but I wanted to reach out to you because you're on my mind. And at times we're different or things were, dif- were different. We would be talking more. And so, again, just want to stress how important it is to understand that your lack of time is an excuse when it comes to why you didn't call somebody back or why you didn't text somebody or why you didn't deliver on something you said you were going to deliver on. Um, Unless there was literally something like a reason, like um, you got into a car accident, a family member had a a medical emergency or you had a medical emergency or, um, you know, it was a situation with the police, you got pulled over, whatever the case may be. Like if there's something else that can be added to this don't have time, then cool. And then I also want to stress that you make sure you all know that again, you don't owe anybody anything, (laughs) you know, in terms of an explanation. And that's the truth. But however, so I'm saying, instead of saying I don't have time, just say, you know what, I'll do better next time. Because the fact of the matter is you just didn't use your time wisely. Unless there was some type of emergency that happened that prevented you from time. So while I've used family, friends, different situations, um, this is more so directed towards the many men that are going to get on here and say they didn't text the girl back or call the girl back because they didn't have time. <laughs> so I'm letting them know now so that when I'm in this interview dialogue, y'all can already tell, y'all already know my views or you know what I have to say in return to that not having time excuse. Even like I say, like, you know, let's talk about work. You know, I work all day, work is super busy. And I have some girlfriends who have watched their guys work and they see how busy they are. They're like, oh, he's in meeting after meeting or, you know, phone call after phone call, office visit after office visit, you know, and he is very busy. Um, And what does that girlfriend say? But still, (laughs) he could have shot me a text in between meetings Shot me a text in between office visits while he was in his Uber on his way to point A to point B when he went to the bathroom on his lunch break. If he only took a 10 minute lunch break, he could have sent me a um, 10 second voice message or voice memo. Even if you even if you don't have an iPhone, you could send a voice memo, you know, or something like that. Again, download Marco Polo. Again, there is no excuse. You can send on Marco Polo a video, a face video that's five seconds. Super busy, miss you, can't talk right now, talk to you later. 
or hey, just want you to see my face, want to see your face whenever you write a video, send a video back. Um, don't think I'm going to be able to talk to you today. Probably going to be super tired when I'm done with the day. Um, and so please charge it to my head and not my heart. But I will do everything in my power to make sure I spend more time or give you more time tomorrow. Whatever it may be, you all have to get more creative. You have to figure out what works for you. Rather, it's Marco Polo, WhatsApp, Google Hangouts, sending an email, sending a voice memo or a voice message, sending a text, leaving a voicemail, scheduling a time frame. I have a friend who I know that, you know, he's a family man now. We used to talk all the time. He knew all my business. This this was the homie, right? My male best friend. Um, and now he has a wife and kids and life has just changed. We grew up, you know, we started adulting. We're no longer teenagers and we don't have all that time. So I know his days off are Sundays and Mondays. So what do I do? I'm intentional about making sure if I see his his number pop up on a Sunday or a Monday, like he may call me on a Friday randomly and I may be too busy to answer and that's okay. But if he calls me on, and I know if he calls me on a Friday that he called me like on his way home from work or in between did something. But if he calls me on a Monday, a Sunday or Monday, then I'm intentional about answering that and I stop everything I'm doing. Even if I can only stop and say, hey, I know today is your day off. I can't talk right now, but I'm going to call you in three hours or in two hours. Like, you know, and we make sure we have that time for each other. And so, again, this not having time. Okay, I'm going to leave it alone. (laughs) Get creative. There is something. There's some time somewhere. Figure it out. Don't tell her or don't tell him that you didn't have time. You can save that excuse. Okay, I feel like I've spent a great deal of time on time. So I'm going to try to fly through these other common excuses for the sake of time. Um, One being, you know, family or having kids, things like that. Uh, When you have someone in your life that you're taking care of, that is your responsibility. So you say that because you have your grandmother or your mom or your kids that you can't or you didn't have time or didn't have the means to. That requires you to plan ahead. Just plan ahead, make arrangements or include them in the plans. Um, So when I I don't have a, a baby or a child, I'm not a single mother or anything like that. So I don't know the details. I do know that child care can be a challenge Um, So sometimes you may need to just be like, listen, my baby is going to have to come. Um, And if you're a man dating a woman with a baby, you know she has a baby. So you're dating with a purpose, then you're also dating this baby. So I understand that alone time is important and you need to make sure you get some alone time. But also don't be alarmed or resistant to time with her and baby if she couldn't find childcare because that's her situation and you knew that when you invited her out on a date. 
I hope you knew that before you invited her out on a date. <laughs> um, but even if you didn't know that before, then in that case, if she's hiding it from you, then that means that she had means to make arrangements or make some plans. Um, and she intends on you to find out later. But so using your kids or your family or whatever caretaker role that you have as an excuse is not sufficient either. Um, I understand if plans didn't fall through or your babysitter canceled on you or, you know, it's a holiday, all daycares and childcare centers are closed and things like that, then that's understandable. That's the reason. But again, communication, you have to be willing to be upfront, plan ahead, give some, give some time, give some, be considerate is what I'm trying to say. Be considerate. So if you have plans with somebody, do you know that that other person is waiting on you? They are, they have reserved this time for you, for y'all plans. And so if you got stuff going on or something comes up in your life and where you may now no longer be able to meet these plans or make these plans, it's important that you reach out to that person who's waiting on you, who's also reserved that space to say, hey, not going to be able to make our plans. Um, sorry for the short notice or hopefully you have time. I, I hope you can have time to you know, find somebody else or can we reschedule because ABC, whatever the case may be, don't wait till the time of even if there's a possibility that you may have to cancel or there's something going on, say that, communicate. Um, I'm thinking we can go out tonight at six. However, I don't get off work till five and it's been a crazy day and I don't know what traffic is like in this area. So I'm saying I'll be available at six, but if I don't pull up till seven or seven thirty, um, I will let you know, you know, around five thirty what it's looking like, you know? And so just so you know, I'm not so, I'm not, I'm not for sure that I can make that 6 p.m., but I'm going to do my best. And so just communicate. The number one excuse in my life or the ones that the one excuse um, that I get the most because of, you know, my lifestyle and who I am. I meet people all over the world. Right. Um, and even though I lived in California for the last five years, um, there were like months of me being in Texas, months of me being in Georgia, where people thought I lived in Atlanta or people thought I lived in Dallas. You know, when I still I lived in California, I just was visiting my family often in Georgia. I was visiting my family in Texas often or I was working or whatever the case may be. You know, I went to work in Iowa, uh, went to work in Washington, Seattle area, went to work in Oklahoma. So all of these different places, I'm meeting people and it's very likely that I met somebody in every state who was interested in dating me or who is interested in pursuing a romantic relationship with me or something like that. And what is their excuse? The excuse is distance. You're too far or I don't do long distance. Um, well, first of all, <laughs> I don't move that fast. And so rather or not, we are in the same state or different states. You're not going to see me every day or, you know, you're not going to be around me all the time. 
there's nothing wrong with a little space, a little distance, especially getting to know someone, um, taking things slow, making sure that you really like this person, allowing yourself that desire, allowing the desire to build up of like, dang, I want to see this person all the time. I want them in my space. And so anyways, when someone tells me, you know, that the distance is the reason why they can't pursue or they won't pursue. I just say, okay. Um, And I respect that and I move on. However, to me personally, it's an excuse because of the lifestyle that I live, because of who I am. It's so easy. It's just so easy to come to you, to be where you are, to get on a flight, to get on a train, to get on a bus, to get in my car. Like, I have a car. Me and my car have been from Michigan to California, from California to Texas, back to Texas. I'm sorry, back to California, back to Texas, you know, Arizona, Utah, Colorado, Vegas, wherever I feel like going, I'm going to go. And that is just the fact that a matter that is reality. I understand that everybody doesn't have a car. Um, everybody, uh, or even if some people, they have a car, maybe they have to be mindful of their miles and things like that. So they can't just get up and go. That's, that's also a valid reason to, you know, not just drive across country. Like, oh, I'm leasing. Um, so you have to be mindful of these things. Oh, I'm leasing and I'm turning this car back in at the end of the year and I'm already a little high on my miles. So I have to be mindful. OK, no problem. Um, and so that's when, OK, the car is not an option or, hey, let me rent you a car. I don't feel comfortable on the plane. OK, let me rent you a car or let me buy you a train ticket or let me buy you a bus ticket. There are so many ways to get to where you are or get a person to where you are. And the top tier man is is not going to allow the woman to pay for that travel. You can just throw that out there. Um, Yes, I can buy my own flight. Yes, I can drive my own car. Yes, I can get my own rental car or buy my own train ticket or bus ticket or something like that if I needed to. But what am I going to do? I'm going to wait for you to be like, you know, here's your flight details or when are you available to fly? I'll get you a flight or, you know, I'm going to rent you a car for the, from these days. Like whatever. Like you want me to come to you, make it happen. And so that's just the way that it works. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Some people in relationships or in really strong situationships, <laughs> they might take turns if they're long distance, like, you know, maybe she'll buy the flight this weekend and y'all see each other every other weekend. So he'll buy the flight the weekend after. Or maybe he buys his flight to her and she buys her flights to him and vice versa. However you decide to do that with your partner, it's fine. Um, I, I talk about this in my book. You just have to know who you're dating, who you're talking to, what type of person are they. Like, for example, I just told you that I'm not about to buy a flight just to go see a guy that I'm dating. Now, I will buy a flight for a friend, a male or female, you know, because that's my friend. And I know that it's not just going to be 
me sitting up with this friend. We about to be out living our best life, you know, experiencing things together. Um, This person is not courting me. This person is already in my life. This is already for everything. <laughs> you know, we already have something between us and when it's a friendship and it's it's going to it's okay. Like and so I've I've flew somewhere, like I have a male friend who is a professional fighter. Um, he fights MMA, does jujitsu jujitsu and things like that. And so I'll fly to watch him fight. Um I have a friend who uh, just had a baby, you know, I'll fly to be there. I just flew somewhere for my friend's 30th birthday. And um, also, you know, when friends get married, you buy a flight to wherever they're getting married at or their bachelorette party or bachelor party, or whatever the case may be. We fly for our friends. Um, when you're courting somebody, um, you have to know if that woman is a type of woman who is going to like, oh, I got it. I'm going to buy my own flight. I don't want you to have any type of control. Because some women are like that. They don't want you to have the say-so. They don't want you to have the control over their plan. So they'll say, um, no, I'm good. I got it. I'll take care of it. You know, they're like super independent. Those those females, listen, they can have that. <laughs> uh, I am not saying I'm not independent. I am very much so. However, you want me to do what? Oh, okay. I'll wait for you to make the moves, right? So it's all about collaborating, compromising. When are you available? Okay. And so just quickly, for the sake of uh, examples and understanding how easy it is, yesterday, um, one of my friends, I haven't seen her in like two years. She recently got into the family life. Bless her heart. All my friends growing up on me. They got significant others, husbands and wives and kids and everything now. So anyways, I got to get in where I fit in. So one of my friends who has a baby and, you know, and as a stepmom, and she's got a lot going on. She texted me yesterday and said, Hey, I took a week off on, you know, let's say October 1st through 7th. Can you come here anytime, either this weekend or next weekend, you know, because I have a week off? I said, Let me check flights. Let me check my calendar. I put out my calendar. I said, Oh, perfect. I'm free this weekend. Let me look at flights. I'll get this flight. Does these times work for you? Do you need me to rent a car or are you picking me up from the library? Where are we staying? Are we getting a hotel or are we staying at your place? What's on the agenda for the weekend? What do I need to be prepared? And we, she called me. We talked about it. I booked the flight and I'll see her next weekend, right? Like it's just so easy. Um, Another friend, you know, sent the text months in advance. I'm having a birthday party for my 30th birthday. I looked at flights. Flights was like $28 round trip. I was like, what? Girl, I will be there. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just have to say what you want, put it out there, ask for it. Don't just assume that things are too hard or too expensive or not able to 
coming to fruition because you don't see the possibility. Just because you can't visualize it. Well, if, you know what? If you can't see it, then maybe it's not meant to be. Right. So uh, just full transparency here. There's this guy in California. You know what? Actually, there's a lot of guys in California. I was meeting a lot of men before I left. Like I, I, y'all been listening for a while. My first few years in California were rough in terms of dating. I wrote a whole book about it. <laughs> OK, Um Times were hard until I was really ready, until I really stepped in that space of being open and ready and available for love and the real the real thing. And so my last few months of California, the last six months or so, I was meeting a lot of really great men, a lot of handsome, successful, honest, active, God-fearing, anyways, I'm meeting all these men and I'm having to just tell them like, hey, yeah, I'm about to get up out of here. You know, I'm about to leave. Um, And so I still talk like, you know, casually to these different men and we check in on each other here and there. And, you know, hey, let me know when you'll be back in California. I'll let you know when I'm in Texas kind of thing. And just so we know, just so just in full transparency, I know that these men are not for me because if they were, they wouldn't be waiting for me to come to California again. They wouldn't be waiting until something happened for them to come to Texas. They would be making plans for me to be in California, for them to be in Texas, right? Because I know that the man for me is a man with a plan or a man that doesn't allow excuses or man-made barriers or whatever to interfere with love or with us or with what we have going on. So there's just one guy in particular we've never met, um, but we've FaceTime, we've talked on the phone and he's in California and there's just something about him. And I just really would love to spend some time with him. Um, however, you know, I'm, I'm just chilling. And every time I go back to California, because I do go back to California every month, I do reach out to him and say, you know, I'm in town and typically he's busy or I'm busy or I've already made plans, but I'm just letting you know that I'm here and I'm not making time for you, but I'm here, (laughs) you know, so uh, we've had that. And so, but I really wish that he would be like, um, when is the next time you're going to be here? Can you extend that a day to the right or a day to the left? Can we spend a day together? I'll pay for it. Um, you know, I just really think that we should spend some time together. Um, there's another guy who I actually, we dated for a while and we spent time together, a lot of time together. And he called me like three days ago, like, when, when are you going to be back? And I told him, and he was like, dang, God, be in Florida. I was like, okay, you know, I'll see you the next month. Maybe, maybe we'll see what happens. And, you know, he was talking about how he really wanted to see me. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just give you the cheat code. (laughs) Make it happen. Just tell me when you're free. Ask me when I'm free. And let's collaborate on a weekend we're both free and make it happen. Rather, that's coming, me coming to California, you coming to Texas. One day he did call me and ask me to meet him in Vegas. And I was like, I mean, I have no desire to go to Vegas this weekend, but if you're paying, I'll be there. 
did he pay? No, because he wasn't really serious. You know, it's like, don't don't waste my time. Don't call me, ask me to come nowhere if you're not about to um, provide financially or fund that situation. So um, that's important to keep in mind. But long story short, which was already a long story, when distance is a factor, do not say that distance is the reason why you aren't going to pursue because there are people who live in Dallas <laughs> that I don't see but once or twice a month who call themselves wanting to date me or court me or pursue me, you know, or that I haven't seen at all. And we're in the same state, same city. Distance is an excuse. Say something more like, I don't have the money, or I can't leave the state, or I don't feel safe traveling right now with everything that's going on, or something. What is your reason? Don't say the distance, because the distance is not a problem. We can get through this distance thing together. My last relationship was a long-distance relationship, and I understand that that isn't for everybody Everybody doesn't like it, and a lot of people say they won't do it because either they tried it before and it didn't work, so they're using that one experience in their past to dictate every experience in their future, or um, they just don't think it'll work for them because there's somebody who needs that love and affection all the time or more consistent, or they need their significant other to be close or available to them whenever and so that idea of you being away, um, it doesn't work for them initially. I, I bet you if that person fell in love and was in a relationship with somebody and, or dating somebody or really liking somebody and that person had to go somewhere else for work or for a trip that was going to be a longest period of time, that person who's against long distance relationship, they'll make it work because they care about the person and they know that person will be back. And ultimately, I think in all long-distance relationships, the goal is ultimately to be in the same place at some point. It's just a matter of getting there. So if you're a guy who lives in another state and you want to date a girl that's in another state or something like that, and say finance is your barrier, that's your reason, like you just literally do not have the money, you're living paycheck to paycheck, but you really like this girl and... um. You're in between financial blessings right now. Hey, nobody's judging you. It happens to the best of us. It's okay. You're getting there, right? You're making moves and you're getting your money up in due time, but you really want to see this girl, talk to her about it. You know, and if she feels the same way about you or like you just as much, then maybe you two can save up for the flight or maybe you two can drive to a city that's in between both of you. Maybe you um, plan, okay, let's look into see how much a rental car would be for these dates. Maybe I can drive to you, just get a rental car. Or let's look and see, you know, flights. Let's see what's, what weekend has the cheapest flights in this month. And let's, you know, save up and get that flight. And let's go half. I'll buy your ticket, but I can't afford the whole price. So can you go half with me? You know, and I'll pick you up from the airport and we'll just, you know, hang out at the house because, you know, money, whatever the case may be, um, communicate. 
don't just not see this person and not make effort or plans because you don't have the money to buy a flight. Save up for a bus ticket or a train ticket. Make something happen. I've had men literally ask me, and I'm not even playing y'all. I wish I was playing, but I've had men ask me, and I'm sure they've asked other women as well. What do I have to do to see you? What? (laughs) When I get that question, y'all, it just, I have to, you know, take a step back, practice some deep breathing to make sure that I come from a place of love and, you know, mindfulness and understanding before I respond. What do you, what, because initially I'm like, what do, what do you mean? What do you have to do to see me? What year is this? How old are you? What are you talking about? But no, we do all things with love. And so you take a deep breath and you come back and you say, okay, first thing you do is look at your schedule. Ask me my schedule. Maybe throw some dates out that you're available and, So they see what dates we can work together on and then you decide whether or not you're going to come to me or you're going to buy me a flight or rent me a car or whatever the case may be. But it's a step by step thing. And, you know, you do A before B. And I live, I be I be telling them, y'all, I be telling these men and I have one respond with laugh out loud. You right. I know. I know. I'm right. Lord. So, um, because I think, oh, what I said was, you know what to do, but I'll go ahead and entertain you and tell you since you asked. And then he responded with you, right? I know what to do. I'll get on it. Yeah. So like, stop texting me. (laughs) I'm kidding. So Other excuses, common excuses that we hear. I don't know how, or I don't understand, or I don't know what to say, or I assumed, or I didn't think, or I don't agree. Ain't none of those got nothing to do with me, but okay. So y'all have to understand there's an Alante before the doing everything with love and from a place of love and understanding and kindness. And then there's Alante that's doing everything from a place of love, right? So when somebody used to say, I assume I would be like quick or ghost or, you know what? I don't have time for somebody who's making assumptions. So before I got to go through all of the explanations of how this person should have thought, thought through, this this conversation or the details that I just gave him, I'm going to just leave him alone because this is going to be stressful. So men and ladies, if there's something going on and you don't know your next move, like you literally don't know how, phone a friend, ask somebody. Y- y'all seen who wants to be a millionaire. A lot of us don't know how. So... Phone a friend, get a clue somewhere, do something. 
It's a cheat code. Ask somebody who's been through a similar situation or call somebody that's in a relationship or that's good with advice or guidance or Google it or ask YouTube or something. Ask how and then move forward and make it happen. If you don't understand, if you don't understand something. So, for example, a lot of times... Uh, men and women or man and woman are talking and a female might say something and the guy doesn't understand and he won't say anything back. And so he was supposed to do something or was supposed to know something, but he didn't really understand what the girl was saying. Oh, Lord, they start this construction 30 minutes early, y'all. So if you don't understand, ask for clarity. If a female or a male is talking to you and you're not really picking up what they're putting down, say, um, I just really don't understand what you're saying. Can you like give me some clarity or go into a little further or let me make sure I hear you correctly? Because I want to make sure that I do what you, you want me to do or what you're asking me to do or, you know, I know how to move forward in this situation so that later on you don't look like you weren't listening or like you don't care. Because you didn't understand and didn't want to ask for clarity. Instead of assuming, just don't assume. If you ask somebody something like very vague, which a lot of men do. I don't understand where y'all got this from. But um, a popular question is like, do you have a busy weekend plan or a busy day? Yes. I have things planned or yes, it's a busy day and a guy will assume like, oh, okay, that means that the female doesn't have time. And so that's an assumption because she didn't say she didn't have time, you know, so that's you assuming that she doesn't have time. Ask for exactly what you want. Like you might say, do you have a busy weekend? She may say yes. Instead of assuming that means that she doesn't have time for you say Okay, are you available during these times? Or can you make some time for me on this day around this time for this activity? I think I mentioned this in another episode, but that's just how important it is, you know, in terms of the excuses. Like, don't give me the excuse of you thought or you deciphered from me saying I had a busy day, which all I said was I had a busy day. You don't know. You don't even know what busy is to me. Right. Like busy for me might be a different type of busy for you. Busy might mean I have five errands to run, but I'll be back in the house by five o'clock. Okay, that means I have every every all the hours after 5 p.m. available. But today was still a busy day, <laughs> you know. Um, so, yeah, you want to go into more detail. Don't make assumptions. Ask for more clarity. And sometimes people say, well, I didn't think you would like or I didn't think you would want to. Or I would, I didn't think about it. Or I didn't even know. Okay, y'all got to stop with that. It's time for you to be more thoughtful, for you to inquire. If you didn't think I would like it, maybe you should have asked, would you like this? If you didn't think I would want to go, maybe you should ask, would you want to go here? If you didn't think I was hungry, maybe you should have asked, will you be hungry or are you going to be hungry around this time? Or whatever the case may be. Stop not thinking. 
I know that's hard and that's a big, big thing for me to ask both men and women like this whole I wasn't thinking. It has to stop. I don't know how to teach thoughtfulness. I don't even know if that's a thing that you can learn. But thoughtfulness is a very, very, very amazing quality to have. And it will definitely benefit you to have some thoughtfulness in your daily routine in terms of when you're kind of dealing with someone, whether you're courting a male or a female or getting um, establishing some new friendships at work or getting to know your boss or whatever it may be, being thoughtful, like listening to the conversations, learning what they like, watching how they dress, how they move, the things that bother them, their pet peeves, and just being thoughtful. You know, it goes a long way. So the I didn't think excuse, do less of it if you can. Start thinking about the person that you're dating. So we've talked about a lot of things. Not having time, you know, how easy it is to send a quick text, to send a quick voice message, a quick Marco Polo video, to text on transition when you're getting in your Uber or when you are in the bathroom, to ask for clarity, to phone a friend, to save, to budget, to go half on things that cost more than what you can afford, to look into other means of travel such as buses and trains, do more with FaceTime if you can, if that's a distance is a thing, be intentional with your time. Improve your time management. And last but not least for my excuses that I want to talk about today, and I'll make this quick because men do. (laughs) Coming quick. Yes, this is a sexual conversation right here. When men come quick, the excuse that they give or excuses, rather, oh, I haven't had sex in a long time, or um, what is what's another excuse? It was so good, I couldn't help. Boy, get up. So, I haven't had sex in a long time, one excuse. It felt so good, I just couldn't hold it in. I think that's really all they, have I got anything else? Um... I don't know. Y'all fill in the blank with excuses. Ladies, fill in the blanks with excuses that men give you when they they play you. <laughs> and they have you sitting there like, wait, what? What just happened? Um, so instead of those excuses that you give, I want to encourage you to just simply say, you know what? I'm sorry. You can say that doesn't usually happen if you want to. You can say whatever you want to say. But the excuse of it's been a long time or it felt too good. So how many more times? Because I got questions that need answers. But I don't want to talk about that right now. (laughs) What I want to say or talk about is just simply two men who come quick. 
for whatever reason you do it. I don't know if it was just a one-time thing because it's been a long time since you've had sex or if this is just your, your, your thing, if this is how you do things. You need to understand that it's not fair. It's not kind. It's not considerate. It's not nice. It's not sweet. It's not romantic. It's not loving for you to do that to a female. And if you know that you're that type of guy, that you come quick, don't waste her time. Just don't. Or make her come first before you even, before you even penetrate. Just make her come. I don't know how. Hopefully she's the type of female that can um, come from oral sex or maybe you or her like a like sex toys. Oh, uh, y'all quickly. The Kegel balls are really good. The butt plug I hear is really good. And there's another toy like a clitoris thingy. Oh, what is it called? Let me look it up uh, while I talk. So. um, OK, so. Make her come, you know, with the foreplay, making sure that she's pleased that you are doing what needs to be done to her or say you didn't know or you didn't have the creativity to or the the consideration to be able to do that, to make her come before you so impolitely decided to slide in and waste her time. Um, When you're done. So quickly, just know that she's sitting there looking like, you know what? The scene just popped up in my head. Y'all remember um, Waiting to Exhale? I think her name was Robin. When Robin was with um, the big guy. I can't remember his name, but he was the big guy. And I think he was selling her all these dreams of like a big house and a family and all the money and treating her like a princess or a queen. And she was like looking all sexy, had her lingerie on and. He got on top of her and I guess he penetrated her, but she looked like, what? Like, what's going on? I don't feel anything. Um, and he was like having sex with her and she was just laying there like, oh, oh, OK. <laughs> but nothing. But she really didn't feel nothing. And then he came and she was sitting there looking like, uh, you cannot be serious. So that really happens. Um Okay, so I found the other sex toy that I do not have, but I hear that it's really good. And so it is called a clitoral vibrator stimulator. So ladies, get the clitoral vibrator stimulator, the kegel balls, and the butt plug, and the dildo if if you want a dildo. Um, So those are four sex toys. Um, And then, yeah, please yourself if you are with somebody like that or males, get comfortable, get experience and know how to please a woman um, with your mouth, with your hand, with a toy, whatever you need um, that she allows. If you can't do it with your penis, then you need to be able to do it some other kind of way because wasting her time. There, you know what? There needs to be a registry. All right, I'm just going off. This is just me 
rambling now, but there needs to be a registry and I'm not even playing. Like, um, a, like the sex offender registry. The ones who come quick and, or have a really small penis or something like that, you need to be on the registry um, because it's just not right. You need to communicate with what you're working with or not working with beforehand because the excuse of whatever excuse you figured up, it's just not working. It will not work and it's not fair. So if you just so happen to not be somebody that comes quick and it happens to you because it's been a long time since you have sex and then this girl just kind of blew your mind and it just happened before you expected it to happen, do me a favor. And as soon as you come, just go into pleasing her. Like you may have just came, but then just start eating her out and doing whatever it is you need to do to her to make her feel like her experience was just worthwhile. Don't just come and roll over and lay there or go hop in the shower and expect her to be pleased or want to continue, like give you a massage or get you hired again or something like that. Like, no, you just disrespected the whole situation here. You need to come. You need to do what you need to come back. Like you need a comeback moment. So you need to, after you just disrespected her, you need to kind of come back and do something to redeem the situation, redeem yourself. So you're not done. After you come quick, you are not done. You need to figure out something and you keep going until she gets what she deserves. And I'm going to just leave it at that, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to come on here and get a little um, X-rated, um, but I had to get that out. As you can see, it wasn't planned. I didn't even know I was going to take it there, but whew, sometimes you just got to let it be known. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Life, Love and Lessons today. I am most grateful and I hope you enjoyed it. Again, I apologize for any background noise. I am going to do more in the future. Hopefully, I think I will, you know, to minimize the background noise. But in the meantime and in between time, make sure you are loving on yourself, treating the people around you, near you with kindness, with love. And if you're dating or in a relationship, do me a favor, love on them a little bit extra this week. And I'm looking forward to next week and our interviews and dating dialogue with people on the love series. Until then, be blessed. With love, gratitude, and opulence, I thank you so much for your time, your ears, and your mind. Please send any topic suggestions via Instagram, email, and or reviews. Check the show notes for details. Share more love by recommending this podcast and or hitting subscribe. Peace and blessings. Until next time.